Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amanda Hayes is the president of AKH Financial Corporation at 1144A Pelican Bay Drive at Daytona Beach. Call 386-846-0658. Securities and investment services are offered through SagePoint Financial, a member of FINRA, SIPC, AKH Financial, and SagePoints are independently operated. Amanda Hayes joining us remotely from one of our many offices across the country on WNDB. Ms. Amanda, thanks for being with us. I know uh, you've been in conferences and what have you all day today, so glad that we could do this uh, even remotely. Yeah. How are you doing? You were on a little bit of a vacation there, too, last week, so it's nice to reconnect <laughs> yeah. again. Absolutely. All right. How did the market do? We've been following some of these uh, tragic stories, including the shooting, but how did the market do today? Well, we've fortunately we've got some positive news in the market. I know you've we've been you've been discussing some some very unfortunate news, and let's try to change the topic a little bit. We had green all across the board today. Uh, the S and P five hundred and the Nasdaq hit new fifty two week highs. So I'd like to first just say that I think I've regained my trend of the new high Thursdays for the S and P every time I come on here. So. Uh, that's exciting. We'll see how much longer that continues. And Biden announced some progress on an infrastructure deal today. So the markets definitely like that news. And, you know, they probably liked more that it's not a $6 trillion package, which means there's less spending. And, it, you know, it sounds like it's about $1 trillion, but only half of it is new spending. And you still have to get it through the Senate. And that's difficult when you've got a lot of infighting in Congress still. And the one thing that they mentioned was that they wouldn't involve any new taxes to pay for it. So uh, maybe Mr. Powell is going to pick up the tab on that, just like everything else that the Fed is. And they did mention that there's going to be heavy tax scrutiny instead of any kind of new tax changes. But all of that is just going to be determined as things unfold. And it's going to be very good for broadband. So those 5G play stocks are going to do very well with that type of um, backing and support. And, you know, besides the infrastructure in general, we could certainly use a facelift on our roads and exactly how much is going to go to infrastructure. Uh, that's still to be determined, but 40% of our roads are, are in pretty mediocre conditions. And there's just a huge amount of money that gets spent on trying to clean things up. So all of this is positive news. It's progress. And, you know, nobody likes sitting on autopilot, so it's it's a lot better yeah. news than last week where the Fed basically launched this kind of trial balloon of tapering talk and, you know, perhaps they're going to do a rate hike sooner uh, than the market expected, uh, which caused a little bit of a sell-off last week. However, um, you know, earlier this week, Jerome Powell, he, he was put in front of Congress and Man, he backed down like a little lamb and just immediately walked back all that taper talk and rate hikes. And so once again, the market's just kind of shrugging off any fear of inflation, any fear of tapering, any fear of rate hikes. 
and that's why today we're hitting all new highs yet again. You know, just to go back to something you said a moment ago, there's politics involved here. It would appear that at least some Democrats are pushing back against their Democratic president on how much they want to spend, which is kind of the reason why we're seeing this infrastructure bill watered down as much as it has. Yeah, I mean, they're certainly trying to control the uh, the deficit. And, you know, like we've said before, Joe Manchin is certainly that swing vote. You know, he doesn't want the tax increases or the, or the spending. And so you're you're having a, you know, that, that infighting in Congress and you don't have it just perfectly, you know, split to one side or the other. And that's why this uh, midterm election is going to be very important to see how things might sway to one side or the other. All right. With the markets this high, Amanda, what are the biggest concerns for clients right now? Well, it would probably be, uh, you know, how long is this going to last? Because the market just seems to levitate nonstop. And, you know, I mean, here's the thing, you know, markets are moving up. Earnings are working. Growth has reasserted itself in the past few weeks and tech's getting its mojo back. And, you know, whether that's due to the flooding of liquidity, which it probably is, but the market's got wind in its sails right now, and that's that equity utopia we keep talking about. You probably heard on the news the Goldilocks economy, and that's that very accommodating Fed with lots of money and just no sign of rate hikes or tapering, you know, despite the increase in inflation and prices. So the bigger concern I'm seeing clients have is tax consequences moving forward. So, you know, I see a lot of businesses that are, are selling in 2021, a lot of sales of of homes and assets and trying to, you know, take those gains while they're there without the tax implications that could come in the future. You know, uh, I'm curious as to whether you're hearing a lot from people on this. How do investors protect themselves in their assets now? Yeah, it's, it's not always about making money. It's about keeping what you make. And obviously people want to participate in this growth with the least amount of risk. And it's not wrong to make a dollar, but what's the opportunity cost of that additional stretch? Because investing takes discipline. I've, I've said it before, you know, learn the pain of discipline or learn the pain of regret. So if you can take your winnings off the table, there are incredible products and investments you know, able to help investors protect those gains and just give my office a call. You know, let's talk about your money. Let's talk about your plan. And we're all running this marathon over our lives to get to retirement, whatever that might mean to each individual. Uh, we've had some questions that have come in lately. People are wanting your thoughts on banks and potential failures. Um, you know, banks, uh, they just announced actually today that they're going through another round of stress tests. So the, the really great thing that came from that financial crisis in 08 was that banks are under such heightened scrutiny and they're flooded with cash. They're flooded with excess cash reserves and they can reamortize their assets and they just kick the can down the road very well. But they certainly depend on deposits. And so, you know, with that being said, this is not 2008. And we can all agree that the housing market is you know it's hotter than a parking lot in Florida come mid-July. <laughs> But, I mean, prices are just exploding everywhere. So while it may look like a bubble and feel like a bubble, the market's fundamentals don't really appear to be that bubbly, especially with banks having so much cash. So, 
you've got explainable reasons like, you know, the low inventory and housing. And when demand is so furious, the builders, they can't keep up. And then you combine low mortgage rates and that attracts buyers into the marketplace. It attracts deposits into the banks and, um, you know, good assets into the banks. And those things are slowing down a little bit. But banks are far more strict um, this time around than before. And that results in a more credit worthy um, homeowner. And the typical credit score I read for borrowers last year was like in the high 700s. So banks are looking pretty strong. Okay. We're talking with Amanda Hayes. Uh, we've heard about hacking, and I've had people tell me they're starting to keep cash in their house. What about the technology? I mean, is your money safe in the bank? You know, no, no matter how you look at it, a, a financial breach of security is always going to be a big deal because not only does it impact you, but it, it's going to place a lot of strain on the bank. And information is the most valuable thing today. You know, you've got Google and Facebook and similar companies that are just far better at protecting that sensitive data than banks. But with that being said, a lot of these large companies have layered in that security to, you know, essentially have it built in to their, you know, to their products and their companies as an essential component. And there's varying degrees of, you know, bank account kind of hacks and issues. And I think banks are more prepared than ever, especially with the increase of online banking. So, you know, you might notice something that's more suspicious activity on your account or on like the other end of the spectrum, you could find that maybe your identity. I think I'm losing you. I'm sorry. We, I, we didn't get the last bit of what you said for some reason. Oh, uh oh, I don't know really where I cut off at. I was talking about the technology of banks. So yes. Okay. (laughs) That, yeah, it was was like that last sentence, but uh, I got your general point. Okay. What happens, what should someone do, Amanda, in your opinion, if their bank account gets hacked or their identity is stolen, what would you advise people to do? Um, you know, first off, you have to stay calm because that can be a really scary experience. Um, I've, I've had my uh, bank account hacked in, um, in the past, like 15 years ago, and it was terrifying. So uh, there's so much stuff in place that banks have to kind of have these layers of, of protection. So um, it's a much better scenario now. And what you can do is, you know, basically, if you notice a fraud, like call your bank, call your credit card right away, right away and report it. Cancel your cards if need be, change your passwords. You can call these credit bureaus. You can freeze your accounts or at least put a flag on things and um, most people, they're, they're traveling all around. They're not really thinking about their Wi-Fi connection. And every time you link that to your phone, you're opening up that window. So you have to be very conscientious of where you're connecting to Wi-Fi nowadays. And um, there's just a lot of preventative measures that people should have in place just in general for you know, fraud monitoring and credit monitoring. And it's so, so important to monitor your stuff. And We've just come a really long way in financial technology and artificial intelligence. So um, stay alert. Technology has been a huge game changer for the world. I hate that expression, but it nonetheless is. Do you find that people generally are okay with all the changes? Um, you know, most people don't like change. <laughs> Jeepers, <laughs> a, like me. Yeah. I hate change. <laughs> Um, that, uh, you know, change usually involves some level of growth and self-awareness. And I always say that people 
Um, typically, the, the di- most difficult thing is for individuals to have that self-awareness of maybe change that needs to be experienced inside of them or around them. And there was a survey that Oracle did not too long ago. ago. It was called uh, Money and Machines. And they interviewed all these consumers and business owners just all over the world and how they felt their relationships were with money. And more importantly, how do people, you know, think of technology in relation to their money? And the majority from that survey, like 80 percent, said they felt really comfortable with the advancements in technology. And that's, you know, not a surprise, at least to me, because I think we've become very comfortable with online purchases, especially with the pandemic and being forced to have to utilize a lot of things that were, you know, online. Businesses had to advance themselves, you know, five to 10 years just to be able to adapt. So technology has advanced in a really interesting way when you think about how, you know, doctors used to communicate on pagers and now you've got smartphones and that data and technology just enables us to have that qualitative and quantitative data at our fingertips. And, you know, I remember when I I had to go to the library to do research and that just sounds like forever ago and now it's all on your phone. So technology is definitely a, a game changer that it appears that people are, are adapting to and, um, you know, being something very good. It's, it's a definitely an equalizer, especially when you talk about businesses too, because now they can compete um, and scale against these larger organizations. As someone who is resistant to change, I'll give you credit because you inspired me with your regiment. Um, I started making changes in my activity level as well as my diet. And in just a few days, I've noticed an improvement. So I thank you because I'm always oh, I'm hesitant amazing. to make changes. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it was because of you and the talk that we've had. So I thank you for that. And I want to remind folks oh, that's that. wonderful. Yeah, you're something else. Amanda Hayes is at, uh, the president and CEO of AKH Financial Corporation at 4536 South Clyde Morris Boulevard, Suite 6, Port Orange. And her phone number for her office, 386-846-0658. And you can go to her website, which is at www.amanda-hayes.com. Amanda, safe travels back. We'll see you in the studio next week. We'll see you next week, Mark. Have a great day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.